It's time to tailgate. No, Baby, tailgate. Taking a look around the world of college sports. This is the tailgate on the Steakhouse. Brought to you by all four seasons garage and entry doors. Big enough to serve, small enough to care. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Mike Griffith from Dog Nation, kind enough to join us on Tuesdays. Good morning, Mikey. Good morning. All right, let's just go. Carson Beck, to me, is the big headline. We were hoping, and he made it come true. Your thoughts? Yeah, I think biggest uh, off-season transaction in college football, you know, when yeah. you look at the 2024 season. I mean, we got the playoffs coming up, obviously, and, and that's going to be entertaining to see Michigan and Alabama and Texas uh, play against Washington. Of course, Georgia uh, going for what would have been a seventh straight bowl win, a seventh straight top-ten season. Uh, if they can knock off an undefeated Florida State team, this will be the third time in four years Georgia's beaten an unbeaten team in a bowl game, by the way. But but in terms of 2024, I don't think there was a bigger domino to fall for any program than Carson Beck because he really was on the ledge. He's a guy that maybe late first round, all it takes is one team to like you, definitely second round, and could Georgia come up with a package? And what is this we're talking about? Package, free agency, money, NIL, other considerations. Could they come up with an agreement with Beck? They did. And now it's on to the next free agent. Could it be Florida running back ETN? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Where does that stand now? Well, I mean, same place it's been. I mean, look, ETN's been interested in Georgia, right? Uh, This is a good character guy uh, that wants to win a championship and be in a competitive program and stay kind of close to Jacksonville, where his brother plays with the Jaguars. And just a matter of if Georgia and ETN can come up with the kind of agreement that would bring a guy like that into the fold. The Bulldogs have other needs, though. I got to tell you, Sandra, they, that, <laughs> that tackle position looks like yeah. Marius Mims probably going to go to the NFL. I mean, he should. Projected mid- yeah. Yes, he should, yeah. right? Yeah. So if you're back, so if you're back, part of this deal with back was like, all right, coach, I'm coming back. Here's what I want. But what do you got for me? Because Brock Bowers is leaving. Really good chance Lad McConkey's leaving. I'd be shocked if McConkey came back. So what are you going to do? Well, they got the Vanderbilt receivers supposed to come through the portal. There's other impact guys out there, though, that George is after a receiver at the running back position. We mentioned ETN, as well as on the offensive lines. Mike Griffith, the Dog Nation, joining us here on the Steakhouse. Mike, it's Mark Zeno. Dylan Rayola decommits from Georgia and heads to Nebraska. Uh, just give me your assessments. Is this about him not wanting to compete here at Georgia or more about family legacy and going to Nebraska? How do you see it? Well, I mean, you know, like his dad was an All-American there and a legend. His uncle was on the coaching staff there. And, you know, Dylan's had the chance to play high school football in an elite state like Georgia and kind of seeing how fast everything moves. You go to Georgia, and there's no guarantees. you got to compete with Pugliese. By the way, uh, on this same show, on the same day as the SEC uh, championship game on the station, I was sitting in the studio when he was doing a show. So you got competition. You're not going to play for two or three years at Georgia. I mean, to me, it's, it's – you know where this has gone? It's so fascinating because recruiting used to be such a big deal. Um, there's this sect of people that are so excited about it. Reality, it takes two or three years for most of these guys to make an impact. It's kind of like Major League Baseball free agency versus Major League Baseball draft. Because a lot of these guys, yeah, you want them in the program, and yeah, you want to grow them. But in this new world we're in, it's a year-to-year negotiation. And let's face it, with Raiola, if you look at his track record, probably less than a 50-50 chance he'd have stuck around four years anyway. Maybe Georgia gets him on the rebound after a couple years at Nebraska. Isn't that the truth? So (laughs) just to reiterate, four years, four different high schools, three commitments, decommitments, including this latest Sounds like my dating life. 
Da, da, da. Wow. There you have it. Yeah, Mike. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to blame the dad I mean, for that, but do I want to get into your dad blame with your dating life, too? Where do we listen, go with it? I blame my dad for that, too. Don't worry about it. Colonel Zeno has a lot going on here. All right, Mike, I think in a moment of silence and Zen is a part of the poem that was on uh, his announcement, Dylan Riola. And this jumped out at me. No longer a cog in some powerhouse machine, but a quarterback with an even grander ambition unseen do we think he really wrote that i and do if not so, then i don't think that's the kind of guy you want sitting in the quarterback <laughs> room hey did you get that last play no wait a minute i'm finishing up the last line of my poem in third I, I in third he, person he's, he's going to do all of his plays in haiku form there mike that's exactly yeah, what's going to happen it, 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 we've said it before guys george is not for everybody and you're signing on for something bigger than yourself while you're there uh, if what's best for the team isn't what's best for you, then you probably need to go somewhere else where they're going to put you on a pedestal. Because at this place, Kirby's going to make you earn every snap you get. I um was, I I, well, I shouldn't have been shocked, but the way the Georgia Nation went after this young man, I got to tell you, Mike, I was actually shocked. I mean, there's a lot of hate. He, well, he didn't step. He was on campus what a couple of hours to be free, be here for a visit. Don't you just kind of say good luck to Dylan? Like good yeah, for of you. Course you do. Of course, it, of course you do. And you read the writing on the wall. And you know all these commitments and all these changes. I mean, this is hyperactive helicopter parent activity. I mean, this kid. It's probably so confused but with the pushing and the pulling on him. I mean, he's super talented. You know, let's hope he gets to a place where he can make his own decisions and be left alone. I mean, this is how it goes. And as for the 10%, you know, there was Georgia picked up a lot of bandwagon fans that aren't real fans, okay? They're the same people that are trying to be critical of Mike Bobo right now or critical of Carson Beck. And if they weren't complaining about that, there'd be too much egg in their eggnog. So I don't read too much into the social media freaks that are out there. Every fan base has them. I think the vast majority of Georgia fans are going to be wishing Dylan Rail a luck. And like I said, probably hoping they get him on the rebound as a transfer in a couple of years. Right. You want to see social media freaks, just uh, check my TL out after I said Arthur Smith wasn't getting fired. Uh, Does this but, have anything to do with your dating life? No, not at all. That, that never gets on my Twitter. Um, that said, final thought here real quick. And this Wait, is, I'm not done. You th- go ahead. This is purely selfish reasons here. Uh how is Georgia treating this bowl game against Florida State? I mean, I know Carson Beck's going to play, but that doesn't mean he's going to play the whole damn game. Well, no, 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 no. No, you, you, you get, you got to realize what, what's going on here. You got to go back to Justin Fields' situation, and Justin wants to the, go to the bowl game, even though he's transferring out. And Kirby says, "Well, all right." And so they take him down against Texas, and he's there. DeAndre Baker says he's going to play, but then he's not going to play. But he's hanging out there too. And after they lost to Texas in that game, Kirby said, you know what? When you go to the bowl game, you're either in or you're not. This is, you know, yeah. There's going to be fun. There's going to be you know, whatever trips and comedy clubs and basketball games they go to. But Georgia's going down there to win, and there's not going to be the distractions that there was. That's why they won six straight bowl games, because Kirby does take it seriously. And when you've got a brand like Georgia that's won six straight bowl games, that's, won, that's finished in the top ten six straight years, uh, you know, this one, 29 out of 30 games that's looking for a seventh win over a top five team in three years. Uh, that's looking to beat an undefeated team in a bowl game for the third time in four years that believes they belonged in the playoffs, by the way. Um, they've got something to prove. And, and look, guys are competing. That's an opportunity. And, 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 and no offense to Cedric, I, I know, you know women probably don't play football very much, but for the guys that have put pads on, there's no such thing as meaningless football. I'm going to say it. If you go out there with the attitude that you're playing something meaningless, you're going to get knocked on your ass, and you're going to get hurt. 
So just by the nature of the game, this is meaningful. And those guys, as long as that scoreboard's turned on at Hard Rock Stadium, the dogs are coming. That was beautiful, Mikey. That was passionate. Yeah. Now, Wish I, it was in I, poem I, form, Mikey, though. I want to remind you, though, there's over 40-plus in the transfer portal or saying they're not going to the bowl, and that's on both sides of the ball. Do we have time to address the elephant in the room all over college football is the amount of meetings. We, you know, we talk about this transfer portal, and it's ridiculous, but how many coaches are actually going to those young men and saying, there's the door, like, thanks for coming? Well, I think it's more of a, hey, coach, what are you going to do for me if I come back? Nothing. There's the door yeah. if that's not enough. And there are other programs. If you make that Georgia roster, you're pretty special, right? You're a pretty talented guy to sign with Georgia. You've gone through something. You've gone through some training. I like to believe that because way back when, when I served in the 82nd Airborne Division, that it made Hoorah. me a different kind of guy when I was ready to take on life, mm-hmm. right? And, and I think that people that go through the Georgia football program and are indoctrinated to that level of training – that, that's attractive. And if a kid looks at himself and he sees it, George, he's, man, I'm a third stringer here, and I can go to Syracuse right. with Coach Fran Brown, yep. and they're going to pick me up in a limo and treat me like I'm a superstar and let me play in some watered-down conference where I can make 30 catches next year. Whereas at Georgia, I'm probably not going to get on the field much. You're going to transfer to Syracuse. Yeah. You're going to ship out to SMU or Arizona or or, or maybe even and I don't Alabama. blame them. I don't blame them at all. Sure. If that was my kid and you get a chance to play and start, I totally agree with you. But I and some think of them landed, and some of them landed other SEC schools. I mean, yeah. Alabama had two guys, and I said this, and it's probably not real popular, but I'm going to say it. Georgia lost the third, the three P in the transfer portal last year when Tresman yeah. Marshall went to Alabama. Tresman recovered the fumble at the ten. Tresman made the stop on Dejon Edwards on a third and two. Tresman would have been the linebacker starting for Georgia when Jamon Dumas Johnson got hurt. Instead, it was a freshman who got beat on a first and 20 for Alabama's first touchdown. One player that Georgia couldn't secure because he wasn't atop the depth chart Alabama capitalized. Maybe, and I'm hearing, who knows, maybe Georgia gets a Bama guy through the portal. So it's high stakes. There's different levels of transfers, guys that weren't going to get on the field and guys that maybe can get deals better at other places. And Kirby, after last year, you fool him once, all right? Uh, you're not going to fool him twice. Kirby's being aggressive this year in the portal. Good. Keep your eyes open on that. Sounds good. Mikey, happy, happy New Year and Merry Christmas. We love having you on the show each week and uh, wish you and your family the best. Yep, same to all of you, and we'll talk to you next week. Have a good one. Thanks, Mike.